0: It's time to pull those belts tight, race fans. The Front Stretch is coming at you. Presented by Joe's Karting and Council Bluffs. Now, here's Dan Taylor and Dirk Houston.
1: Welcome to the Front Stretch, Metro's longest running NASCAR dirt track talk show, right? Did I say anything wrong there?
0: No, you didn't say anything about the R word. Right. Or the E word.
1: Ah, no. Down. Down with them. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show once again. Boy, did we have a hell of a night Monday night at Quaker Steak and Loop. A uh, full night of audio recording. We got to sit down with track champions from Crawford County Speedway, including Doug Smith, Mike Nichols, Chris Van Osdell.
0: No, no, not Crawford County for Chris. Not Crawford County.
1: Oh, Chris was I-80 Speedway and Adams County Speedway in the NASCAR Division 5. That's right. Just been having Wait, trouble getting we've been, we've been working to get Chris... Chris has a job, unlike most of these bums that come and sit on the show with us. And then
0: he goes to places like Georgia and races in yeah. the winter.
1: So and he's, Bristol. He's been a little busy, but we finally got him scheduled on the show. You'll, we'll talk to him coming up in uh, the later weeks. But we appreciate everybody joining us. Turn uh, The front stretch always brought to you by Joe's Carding and, and Council Bluffs. Online at joescarding.com. Fast-paced white-knuckle racing just across the river on 23rd Avenue. Get over to Joe's Carding today. And those virtual reality computers I've been talking about, they're almost ready. Somebody kind of forgot to order an adapter, so imagine that. There's just one more thing we got left to do, <laughs> why but why
0: did Buddy screw that up?
1: <laughs> he's been he's been very patient with me, but I could tell his patience is running out because he wants he wants to get on these virtual reality rigs so bad, and and they're almost ready to go. We were just uh, sitting with the Omaha virtual reality people on Sunday night and getting the headsets arranged and getting everything set up, so it. It really is a bit of a trip that you're doing this iRacing simulator, and and most people see them as like, you've seen like Danny Hamill, it's got the three monitors. Well, those TVs are a couple hundred bucks a piece. I don't understand why somebody would spend four, five, six hundred dollars on three monitors when you could have a virtual reality headset for three hundred bucks and you could see all around you. You see your hands in the steering wheel, you can look down and see the dirt. As you're going through turn one, you can see the and you can see everything around you. It's it's a it's a really cool experience, and you're going to be able to figure out exactly what it looks like at Joe's Karting in the coming weeks. In fact, that those adapters should be delivered by Tuesday or Wednesday night, so I'll have them up and running here shortly. But uh, get over to Joe's Karting. You could do road course racing, which, by the way, I got a little bit of grief from the guys on the QuickTime podcast because I said that I was the fastest of the podcasters, and uh, and. Brandon Anderson messaged me and he says, um, well, I wasn't there, so you couldn't have been the fastest of all the podcasters. <laughs> so I kind of challenged him and James to a bit of a contest. We'll see what happens. But anyways, uh, so get over to Joe's Carding at Council online at joescarding.com for more information. Great time over at Joe's. Absolutely a fun time.
0: Tracy hasn't been on there yet.
1: He hasn't challenged me to another race. No, but I assume that he's going to hear this race or this show eventually.
0: Well, you just be uh, careful that he don't throw his his sprint car headers on.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Joe'sCarding.com once again. Big show lined up for you today. We're going to talk all the road course news for NASCAR at the uh, Daytona Road Course. We'll talk more about that, results, our thoughts, opinions, any controversies that came from the race. So we'll have Gary and Gary Harper on from Onawa Dragway at Onawa Race. Racing.com. We'll have those two on to talk about their 2021 schedules. And then Scott Angel of the Nebraska Dirt Crown is going to join us to talk about their upcoming race, which I love saying this is as this will be broadcast or, or published on Anchor and on Spotify. We're about a month away from racing
0: Yeah, a little over four weeks.
1: As long as that crazy woman that controls the weather cooperates, we'll be racing in a month. And uh, kicking things off, I believe, at US 30 Speedway. So uh, make sure you uh, listen to turn three for that. Then at turn number four, we'll get you set for today's race at Homestead Miami Speedway. For so long, that was the season ender, but now it is the third race of the season, and we're going to watch that. Uh, this is the second year where it's been earlier in the season.
0: Yep, and uh, then we've also got some giveaways from Scott in that fourth, fourth yep. turn, do we not?
1: Uh, Scott's going to join us at turn number four to talk about all of that. Let's talk about. The race at the Daytona Road Course seemed like a lot of guys had troubles early on with that race course, and to your point, that probably comes down to practice time. You think? (laughs) Now, they did have, I think there was maybe three or four guys that didn't get to race the... Clash. Clash, thank you. I I got confused as to what it was called again this year, but uh, there was only a couple of guys that didn't get to race that race, but... We saw a lot more guys. I was really, really surprised at the issues that Brad Keselowski and Kyle Busch had because those guys are usually pretty sound road course runners.
0: Well, yeah, but you're you know, bouncing off a few cars starting in the back, and that, that can give
1: you some grief. And by the way, I, I, I did get a kick out of watching some of your comments of, oh, of course, Chase Elliott gets the pole. NASCAR is setting up their golden child to win again, and then you were jumping in and goes, anybody that reads the rules knew Chase Elliott was gonna get the poll. <laughs> two months ago when they released the rules package for the way they set up the qualifying for 2021. It's a little bit different because they're not allowing qualifying. So they've set up this qualifying matrix matrix. Which sounds a lot more complicated than it is, but I mean if if NASCAR is true to form, they they know how to make things confusing. But uh, Chase Elliott started on the poll with Uh, Michael McDowell to us outside, and God, you just wanted to pull for Michael because put on a good show, have a great race, stay up there in front. He ran seventh. He's a good uh, eighth. He's a good road course runner, but going into that first corner, he just overshot it. But he was not the only one, and he was one of many that had issues with overshooting the corner and uh, sliding the brakes into the corners and then flat spotting tires and so on.
0: Yeah, I mean, and to start the race, you know. And in his defense, he he did have a tire down, you know, in that first lap and had to make a pit stop. And that tire quite possibly could have been going down when they took the green flag.
1: You think so? Could have been. Because he didn't flat spot it when he went into that first corner, but when he was going into, I don't know if it was three or four, he flat spotted it. Or he he locked them up pretty good.
0: Yeah, but, you know, a lot of that has trouble to do with people pushing you and everything else, you know, when you're... In such tight quarters. In
1: cold breaks, they were talking about that. Clinton and Jeff were arguing about that on the Fox broadcast of you got to make sure when you take that green flag, your breaks are nice and warm. So you ride them through that pace lap and just get them warmed up because cold breaks are going to lock up a lot quicker than warm breaks will. Uh, thought you'd jump in there a little bit, but maybe not.
0: I'm not going to agree with you. That just can't happen. That's
1: true. (laughs) (laughs) So once again, I tempted fate. And I said, you know what? How many road courses has Chase Elliott won? Last three? Last four? Let's go with Chase. Chase is, A, he's starting on the pole. B, he's pretty good at road courses. C, he's the defending champion. Surely I'll be fine. Got through stage one. All right. There's a stage win for me. I haven't won a stage in God, I don't know how long. Second stage, kind of had a little bit of an issue on pit road.
0: And he got a huge break because his... His guy during the pit stop lost a tire and there should have been a penalty on that, but he didn't I not thought get he penalized. did
1: get penalized.
0: No, he didn't.
1: He just got slowed because of the because it just slowed down. The him guy chased a the
0: tire down it, went a whole nother pit box in front. You saw the guy disappear off the camera and bring the tire back while well, he was just late getting the tire. Well that the, was that the was because he's
1: Nascar's golden child. So they, it, they it might be, go.
0: you know, but they missed that penalty.
1: Uh, sixth in stage two and I said, He's coming, no worries. I went down to Joe's karting to help set up those computers. What happened? What happened? To, what happened? I mean, besides my luck, what happened?
0: Danny Hamlin's funny out.
1: Did he? Yeah. I heard he had bad luck. I didn't get to watch any of the replays yet.
0: No, it was. I think it was on the, the restart with seven or eight <laughs> laps to go, and uh, I think he was running about ninth, and they came through, and I don't know if it was between four and five or five and six, but... Right as they were coming up to the banking and taking that left turn onto the banking, Hamlet got in the back of him and spun him off to the inside and when he got back on the track he was like twenty fourth or something Jeez. like that.
1: It seemed like that it seemed like they were off in a bunch quite a, quite a bit of the day, that it wasn't spread out like you would see at a typical mile and a half track. That it was you spun. Man, you're losing a lot of positions.
0: Yeah, well, Kurt Busch spun. He got in the grass and was going backwards. Oh, man, he, he was lucky he didn't have an engine issue.
1: And he was when... leading at the time, wasn't
0: he? Uh, no, but he was up in the top five, you know, about where he finished up. I don't think he had a car to win, but he was definitely competitive.
1: The top 10 for the NASCAR race at the Daytona road course. Christopher Bell picks up his first cup series win, first time sitting down in that, well second time sitting down in that number 20 car for Joe Gibbs Racing. I think he held his own very very well against a, a strong competition of road course professionals. And his is this his second year in cup?
0: Yes. It was so, his 30 it was his 38th start.
1: Okay. So yes, yeah, not, yeah, he, not he
0: 358 like Michael McDowell.
1: Just <laughs> Joey Logano came home second, Danny Hamlin in third, Kurt Busch in fourth, Brad Kozlowski top five, Harvick, A.J. Allmendinger, Michael McDowell, Ryan Priest, and Alex Bowman. Still a great day for Michael McDowell.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, he came back, he fought, he persevered. If Danny Hamlin would have stumbled a little bit, Michael McDowell might have been in the points lead, but Hamlin had another top five, and... uh, so Hamlin's got the early points lead. Doesn't have a win yet, so he's not locked into the chase. But uh, and with you getting two first-time winners like that, you know that leaves 14
1: spots. That's cutting down the guys that are getting on points to yeah. probably th- three, maybe. I was thinking about that on 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 Monday morning. Typically, we've got yeah three or four guys that are that are going to get in on points. Usually, there's 12 12 different winners maybe 13 different winners, but for the most part, you're going to have three or four guys. To your point, when it gets down to the season end, that window of drivers that are going to qualify via points is shrinking because we're not only talking about Michael McDowell. He definitely stole one of those points qualifying positions. I don't think they w- he would have been a 14th, 15th, or 16th place driver had he not had this win. He's obviously locked into the playoffs. It's it's going to be interesting to see what Christopher Bell is able to do. Even though he was in a Joe Gibbs satellite operation, it's a different world when you're actually at Joe Gibbs Racing and getting their top stuff rather than their just information.
0: Unless your name's Martin Truex.
1: Very true. And you got a guy named Cole Pern that's helping you with with his wins, which we're seeing was was more and more vital to to, to Martin's successes uh, over the last couple of years. But anyways. I, I don't think Christopher Bell stole this. This wasn't a, a strategy race or a fuel mileage race. He earned it 100%. Absolutely. And again, Joey Logano, Danny Hamlin, Kurt Busch, and Brad Keselowski ran out the top five. I'm honestly surprised Brad Keselowski was into that top five because they mentioned at one point in time, he is flat spotting so many tires, he's going to run out of sets of tires.
0: Yeah, and well, he even said it in the interview. They said, how'd you finish up there? He goes, I don't know. I'm going to have to go watch the replay and figure <laughs> it out.
1: Daytona Road Course thoughts overall.
0: Good race? Great race.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: I was a little disappointed when they threw the yellow for the little bit of rain that was there. It's not like you saw seven or eight cars go into that one
1: one little stretch and all spin
0: out. You didn't see that at
1: all. By the way, did you see the pre-race with with uh, oh. Gordon and, and Boyer beating and banging?
0: Days of Thunder.
1: Yeah. It was a little sticky, but I was kind of surprised they were leaning on each other that much. And then I noticed in the back of... I want to say it was Boyer's car, the uh, the cloth that lines the ceiling was flapping like oh, one of yeah. those cheap cars. Those and I was exactly like, oh, those are cheap donated cars.
0: Yeah, those are, uh, I don't know where they came from, but- Hendrick
1: Motors, or Hendrick, whatever the, uh, the, the car dealership he owns, okay. apparently he donated them.
0: Well, but did you pay attention to the details? No. Gordon had a Chevy and Boyer had a Ford. Did he? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Got to stick to those sponsors. <laughs> All right, that's gonna do it for us in turn number one. Uh, actually, let's talk about the bad days. Uh, we're working on getting our buddy Quinn Hoff on the on the show. Only able to complete three laps. Did he? What was his issue? Oh, he lost an engine. Yep. Engine Sponsored problem. by Main and Tail that weekend at the uh, Daytona Road Course. Ross Chastain was doing really well for himself and ended up finishing 39th on the day. Tyler Reddick 38th. Matt DiBenedetto 37th. Kyle Busch, rough day. 35th. Finished 10th in stage two, only got three points on the day. You hate to say he continues to struggle because oh he just, he Daytona.
0: Involved. He just got his front end tore up. He yeah. had his, his right front tore up. He had to stop and fix it. And, you know, that was that.
1: Yeah, I don't think I would mark it as he continues to struggle. I'm to see Bush him four clash, or five races so. in. I'm going to see him four or five more races before I decide how his season's going. By the way, I, I did see the news article this week. And I wanted to beat my head on the desk. It was uh, middle of last week that breaking news, Brad Kislowski and Joey Logano were not talking. Well, no kidding. They haven't gotten along for years because they're kind of like alpha and alpha.
0: Yeah, but you would have thought that Penske would have called them in and uh, slapped them both on the wrist. And...
1: My, my understanding with that whole situation is that the organization and the drivers have all agreed it's best if those two just keep their distance because while they can be cordial, they're both perfectly aggressive to where it rubs the wrong way. And Brad's made comments in the past. Joey's made comments in the past. Those two are not friends. No, not at all. It's not that they hate each other. They're just not friends. And they're going to go for the exact same square, square real estate that the other one will, which often results in both of them getting wrecked. Well, at
0: Daytona, you know, Brad had his front bumper on Joey's rear tire. And Joey tried to block. He was Brad was too far up for him to throw a block. You know, he was late. You know, At that point, you try and side draft him and slow him down and get him at the finish line.
1: Kyle Larson was having a good race. I did not see what happened to him. He finished sixth in stage one, did not finish in the top ten in stage two. Uh, oh. Did you see what happened to Kyle?
0: Yeah. Um, getting towards the end of the race, um, he was running. Uh, he dive-bombed Kurt Busch. Again, at the aforementioned left turn, that went on to the banking, and uh, yeah, he just went in way, 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 way too deep and hit the tires on the outside of the turn.
1: Too bad. I know a lot of people are, are rooting for him to do well, and I think he's got an opportunity at Hendrick Motorsports, but he has to settle for a 30th place finish at the Daytona road course. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. Turn number two, Gary and Gary Harper of onewa dragway are going to join us to talk about the 2021 race season then scott angel is going to join us in turn number three to talk about the nebraska's dirt crown coming up march 25th 26th, 27th and 28th you'll get more information about that coming up in turn number three then we're going to come back turn number four we're going to get you set for the dixie vodka 400 at homestead miami speedway we'll be back on the front stretch